Well, welcome back. We've gone from three years without an episode to <laughs> closer to three months. So that, that's improvement. Um, same as last time. I got Ryan with me. Hello. And Quigley. Hello. Welcome. And Anshala. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, spring season is in full swing and there have been some pretty hyped up video games going around and coming out. Video and, games. Video games on my anime podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the only video games I've been playing are basically anime. Um, but I don't feel like starting. So Ryan, what have you been up to? What have you been uh, watching playing? Oh God. Well, okay. Uh, what I've been watching is very limited. Been watching the remake of fruits basket. Cause you know, it's always good to just feel loved and then sad and then cry bitch tears and then want to feel loved. And then realize you're not, and just slowly do slip further and further into that existential void. That's fine, but mood know. though. Yeah. Um, oh no, this this podcast is starting a lot darker than I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, catching up on that because the second season just started, which is going to be the last one. So we'll see how that goes. Never did finish it the first time around, so giving it another shake. Um, I never watched it. The closest I came was my local newspaper would run it on like Saturday. So that's my only exposure to fruits newspa- basket. News- newspapers don't play video. <laughs> no, but they would have the, the manga chapters or like panels oh. from it. Okay. I gotta say reading a manga in a newspaper. I feel like I've seen that somewhere. Like during the mid two thousands, there was a big, during like the anime boom they had, there was a newspaper a that time. had, like manga panels in there. Well, I mean, we all grew up in Cedar Rapids and I saw it in the Gazette. I'm just chilling. I was literally just reminiscing on the good old times of the Aminés like a week ago. And then I got sad. You know, it's just a sad time. Anyway, the, then watching that and then the tried to finish up my hero, but that was, I just stopped. Didn't care enough. Um, then oh, I, yeah. watched I got to like the last episode of season four and then I just never finished it. Yeah, no, that's that's about as far as you need to go because that was the height of the series so far, including in the manga. So, spoilers, no spoilers. Um, <coughs> but then I watched a ton of, of Gundam and then outside of that, just been fucking building the Gundams, getting into Gunpla like a, like a champ. Gun, oh, damn, oh, reach that stage of life. <laughs> Yeah, I have. I really have. And I'm going in hard. It's great. This is why I'm glad I've never gotten into Gundam, because I knew if I did, I would just buy Gunpla whenever I'm at a convention. (laughs) Not that conventions are a thing anymore, but we'll get to that later. I mean, uh, Gunpla is cheaper than statue shit. Yeah. Oftentimes pretty significantly. Um, Uh, I only want expensive good figures. And I also only want expensive good gunpla. So they run about the same all in all. Ooh, look at Mr. Moneybags over here. No, I just took my time on them. I get I got like a, a file set and a set of I got metal rods explicitly made to glue or adhere sandpaper on just oh, for damn. gunpla. Like I'm going okay. hard. Okay, you know what would actually get me into like gunpla is if you could use gunpla and like a tactical board game like 40k but with gundams that would be yeah. rad i yeah. i would get in on that because i already have like some warhammer figures not warhammer um 
war machine figures that I haven't even painted and most of them aren't assembled. So I don't know. I feel like a Gundam type Warhammer game would be really cool. And that would actually incentivize me to get Gunpla. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would play that. Just I have a little amiibo stands, you know, it's already there. They could totally do it. You, you can swap out the weapons and shit really easily. So it's pretty, it's pretty easy. Yeah. That, that, that idea, that one's free. Uh, is it Koei that owns? I think it's, I think it's Bandai. No, Bandai it's, Namco. It's Sunrise, which is oh, owned yeah. by Bandai. Okay. Bandai that, one, that one's free. Yeah. I have a goof on my um on one of my desks that's been sitting there in in its sprue for like six months, just because I don't have a tiny screwdriver for the the tiny screws that I need to screw in for the like first thing you need to do. It took me a second. I thought you meant you were about to be like ah goofed, but no, you. Oh no no yeah. I'm with you. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm very lost. Goof it's is um yeah, it's one of the Cyclops ones. Yeah, it's like the basic little red shirt. Okay, so here's my exposure to, like, everything Gundam in my life. A little bit of Gundam Wing. They're on the old Cartoon Network site when I was a kid. There was a Gundam game. basically rock, paper, scissors. It was so good. I remember that. Holy shit. Yeah, no, that was my jam. I didn't know anything about Gundam other than that game, and I liked it. And then my other only other exposure to Gundam was when we went to Japan for our school trip and oh. there was the Gundam game in the arcade where you had to get your pilot license. They're, oh, my spoilers, God. They're making a second one. And it comes out like next month. I'm excited. Oh, I heard that. They're actually, I, I mean, flights to Japan are probably real cheap right now. <laughs> uh, I think we've, we hit the precipice now where flights are now getting more expensive because if oh, they're not no. expensive, they're going to go bankrupt. Like, yeah, yeah. I think we've crossed the bounds I mean, now. That's a shame. We missed we the did. threshold. We did. What are we doing? God, rip. Not going to Japan. That's what. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It turns out the Olympics aren't happening this year either, and I'm real, real salty about that. Me and my tickets are upset. Oh, did you get like either like a refund? They rescheduled it for next year, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. They rescheduled it for next year, and all the times are the same, so all the tickets are still valid. They just moved it. Mm-hmm. That's still annoying. So mad. The worst part about it is, um, I on in the end of 2019, I was I was meeting my family for Christmas, and they delayed my flight by like eight hours, and so they gave me a 250 like credit voucher, or like 250 dollars worth of like miles, but I had to use it in 2020, and now I can't oh. use it in 2020. I mean, you've, you've still got some time. That's yeah, maybe 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 things will clear up. Yeah, you never really, know. There's nothing stopping you from using it other than social responsibility right now. Yeah, like, that's yeah. It's fine. Just give me the miles. I'll use them. I don't give a shit. I'll do it. What fucking airline were you on? Where like an eight-hour delay got you a credit? I've waited more than that, and I got nothing. It was uh, it was United. Um, Fuck it was you, American I- Airlines, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, they is. I think it's because they delayed it like six plus times that totaled over eight hours. Oh, okay, that's much worse than my. Because you know they delayed it like by they delayed it by you know an hour and then another hour and then another hour and and so on. Yeah, but so to wrap it wrap it up, there's a there's nothing more satisfying than using a pair of nibbers called God Hand, and that there's nothing that makes you feel more powerful when you're cutting small chunks of plastic. You have a god hand. It's just, oh, it's the best. And they named it On Point. They got me good. 
That's mm, okay. That's pretty great. I just need to never be allowed to. I can never be allowed to watch Gundam, or else I'm going to have another money sink, and I have way too many of those. You should watch uh, Gundam: The Origin on Hulu. Six six part OVA movie series. Where it's it's real good. It's so good. Okay, I was told is like an introduction to Gundam and to get into it to watch Thunderbolt. No, no, definitely no. don't do that. No. Gundam Origin, well, definitely. All right. It's if so you good. if you want to watch something that's just kind of standalone, but don't want to get too into the whole like giant sprawling lore, you could watch um, G Gundam. It's pretty standalone. It is. I've also oh, heard good. it's garbage. No, it's what? My, my fist burns with the rage to defeat you. What are you talking about? Or maybe it's... it was Gundam Seed that I heard was garbage. Also not true. One of the huh. more well-received ones. I I could see people in the like late 2000s when, you know, campy irony was at its low point that people wouldn't like G Gundam. But we live in 2020 now. Campy irony is like all the rage now. <laughs> yeah, cringe culture is dead. Yep. Oh, God, now I'm sad again. <laughs> Do you miss cringe culture? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm just I'm, uh, God I wish I could go I wish I could go back <laughs> to that days those days <laughs> when I could post cringe and lose subscriber yeah it's just it's more of a fact that like cringe culture is dead because cringe is no longer culturally relevant <clears throat> and that's the part that makes me sad because <laughs> it should be yeah. Anyway. Like, yeah. I think back to like the old, the the famous Sakura Khan commercial, and that was like peak cringe. I don't mm-hmm. think we ever reached those heights again. <laughs> Get real cringe. Oh, I love that. Have you not seen the? I think it was like the 20, 2008, 2009 Sakura Khan commercial. When, since when do cons have commercials? Sakura Khan uh, had a commercial. I, Sakura Khan is. <laughs> pretty huge so i could see them having well oh, yeah it's not just like i could see them having a commercial they dead ass had one yeah i mean i live i live where it's at now you know i can just mm. go i didn't even yeah. think about that i forgot i keep forgetting that that's the thing <laughs> oh not this year you couldn't <laughs> yeah evidently not i wonder do you know if they've postponed it or what i mean Probably. it's normally in april because when we've me and kelly visited a couple of years ago we came on like the last day of sakura con yeah which was really convenient because our friend was in the area, so he was able to pick us up from the airport. Nice. Because yeah, someone forgot that we were going to be staying with them and went to Japan. I don't... I don't... I... I'm, I yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, I forgot about that already, so... <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, so, quickly, it's like, two, 2018, so in 2017... I emailed, I was messaging Ryan being like, hey, me and Kelly are going to be in town for a magic thing. Can we stay with you for this week? Ryan's like, yep, sure. Not got, got nothing on the schedule. Then like two weeks before we flew out, I'm like, hey, Ryan, we're going to be landing on, we're going to be landing in Seattle this time on Sunday. And he's like, oh, I'm going to be in Japan until Tuesday. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So, I- I've got nothing. I got no excuse. I, I, you gave me well enough advance notice too. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, so thankfully, I had a friend that lives in um, Redmond, so we stayed with him for the first few days, and it all worked out. Well, that's good, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> oh, 
good times. Good times. <laughs> yeah, good times. <laughs> um, In a manner of speaking. Uh, anything else noteworthy that you've been watching, playing, doing? I mean, Final Fantasy, Capital Crossing, but I'm sure that's probably on either of your dockets as well. But yeah, if yeah. you want to talk about Final Fantasy and like Final Animal Crossing, Fantasy. we can do that when we get to my week. Yeah. And by week, I mean that's all what I've been doing for the last two weeks. Two, three. No, because I was trying to beat Persona 5 before I started Final Fantasy 7. And I just got like halfway through and I'm like, okay, I need to take a break from this because I've been playing Persona nonstop for like three weeks now. And then I started playing Final Fantasy 7 and I'm on chapter 14, so I'm getting there. I'm almost done. Yeah, nice. not, not that far yet, but I think I'm on like 10, maybe. Okay. All right, well, um, quickly, I can let you go next if, Ryan, you didn't have anything else. I'll remember something later, but I'm good now. Okay. Yeah, what are you right. watching, quickly? Uh, anything? Hey. Well, you told me you are watching all oh, this stuff. Oh, hang on, season. I'm going to take the spotlight back. Okay. Yeah. Updating where we left last time. Um, Darwin's Game is God's gift to anime. Quigley, you shit on it enough last time, and it is so good. I love it. 10 out of 10. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm a big fan. But it's it's kind of gar- it's kind of garbage, but I'm still a big fan. I was gonna say it's kind of garbage. Kind of, I completely agree. But I think it's only kind of garbage because of the budget. What what I interpret as budgetary constraints and th- choices they made. But like the content of each episode, I'm I'm so in. Like, it, they get me. They get me. They got me good. All right. Well, I think there's another season coming. So I don't think there is. I think I think that was, I'm pretty sure that was it. I think they're going the same route as freaking Dead Man Wonderland and all those other survival uh, one shots that never you get see when, when you compare something to Dead Man Wonderland, that doesn't fill me with enthusiasm to go Dead out. Dead Man and Wonderland it. was also good. All right, it no, ended there's... prematurely. Oh no, there was a special Darwin's Game log line. Yeah, well, Dead Man Wonderland good. started out very promising and then got very disappointing. Oh, it's a recap. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think there's been an announcement for season two. And I could have sworn. I'm. Yeah. Like everything, and their mom got confirmed for t- season two recently. Um. So I, I guess I just messed it up. I'm just angry now because you got me thinking about Dead Man Wonderland. The only good yeah. contribution of that show was the opening. Well. Nah, it was a good show. What are you talking about? So good. Also, I'm maybe just a little bit mad that it plagiarized my idea of a comic book when I was in like middle school of superhero man who uses blood powers. Oh no. What uh what there's other there's one more pretty mainstream survival horror battle royale esque that's very Dead Man Wonderlandy, very Darwin's game. It's like there, there's, and it's right there. I can't remember though. Um, Nikki. No. Oh God, you're right, Nikki. Had a a full cycle and it finished. It didn't end prematurely. Oh, oh, you're talking about ones that like just had a one season promotional thing then ended. Pretty much. Mm. Um, like what year? Around the same era as Dead Man Wonderland. Um, Uh, uh, So I was going to say there's a current seasonal thing that's sort of like that. 
2013, 2012, that era. Yeah, I can't think of it off the top of my head. It sound, I think I know. I'm aware of another like survival battle royale game that was airing around that time, but I wasn't watching it, so I don't remember what it was. Oh, God. I remembered it like two weeks ago. Just, it's just mm. I was just thinking about it. But mainly, mainly when I read that there was no next season of it, and I was like, God dang it. Classic, just like that. But I don't, I don't remember. I'll, I'll figure it out sometime. It'll come to me anyway. All right. So, um, I've been watching like I've been watching eight shows this season because I hate myself. Um, and those are rookie numbers. <laughs> I know, right? Um. I think that's a little bit more than I usually do, but um, yeah, I will talk about those later. Most of them are bad and or like not. Okay, no, the well, um, I mean, we're going through what we're watching right now. So if you just want to, yeah, okay. if there's any of them you want to talk about, go ahead. Okay, all of them are kind of bad. Okay, no, not. It's a contrast between last season where there was one great show and then a bunch of really awful shows. And then this one has a bunch of shows that are kind of bad, but not really that bad. And then a few shows that are like pretty good. They're like, you know, nothing super special that I would like recommend off the top of my head. But yeah, it's it's sort well, of a weird place like, for anime right now. I've watched like four shows this season so far because I've been too busy playing video games. So break yeah, it down for me. what's worth watching? Uh, what's worth not watching? OK, so um. I've been watching Kage-sama season two, which yeah, is... I'm also watching that. Okay, um, I think you'll be completely surprised to real to hear that I don't like it. It's the um, it's it's really close to being a show that I could enjoy. Um, you know, I, I sort of like things where it's you know romantic comedy sort of things, but they just mess it up every time they keep um i know i know the entire premise is that they're supposed to be dragging the like them getting together forever but none of them have any initiative and really they're not even that good of a fit for each other in my opinion i think they i think main boy really should be better uh would be better off getting with isabel and then the two goth ones would be better off together isabel yeah, the one with the the little bow on her face. She looks oh, like Isabel. All, all I know is <laughs> the, the, the bow on her forehead. The fucking sure. the one with the the bow on her forehead. Uh, fuck Fujiwara. Oh, Chica. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She does have a bow. Yeah, she looks like Isabel. <laughs> I don't oh. see it. Well, anyway, other than the bow, I don't see it at all. Has has season two been? any different than the first no it's 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 literally just more of the same Um, so if you like the first season and don't care that there's no ending in sight yeah keep watching it like i don't i don't hate it but just by the fact that the op isn't as good and it's just more of the same it's not as good as season one yeah i think it would be 10 times better if they just cut out the narrator because it was the best part no no every narrator Every single time I'm almost enjoying myself where they're doing like a joke where like you can get it. Then the narrator chimes in and he's like, oh, here is the joke that I will be explaining to you now. Yeah, I mean, it's 
that's not like it's not like that's what's the word here um unique to just that particular show that's in like all kinds of things that's like speedwagon explaining the enemy that joe that joe um java is fighting like that's just a manga anime thing yeah i know because people are dumb and sometimes need you know explanations yeah i think that i think the thing about speedwagon is he had his own like piece of personality and his own like his his own word choice, his own thing that he contributed to just explaining what was happening, you know? A narrator was a character rather than a narrator. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, like... But at the end of the day, like, I don't really think the narrator in, like, Kaguya is, like, a big issue. I just don't really notice him as much, except for at the end where it's, like, so-and-so wins, so-and-so loses. Yeah, it's, um... Yeah, it's it's just a big issue for timing with me, I think. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, second, know, yeah, like you think it like ruins the comedic timing. Yes, no, a hundred percent. Um, where it, it's you know it's one of those things where you know if you hold a joke out too long, it's not that it's not as funny. Yeah, but sometimes if you hold out the joke longer than that, it becomes funny again. Yeah, sometimes it's just, it's a really delicate balance, and they're playing with fire, and they don't. I don't think they know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't think I have as like much animosity towards Kaguya because it's just like a show I put on while I'm like, I guess not doing other stuff because it's not dubbed, but it's something that I can just like kind of passively watch and it's just yeah. something for like 20 minutes on a Saturday morning for me. Yeah, I think, yeah, watching it while you're only sort of like half paying attention to it and not like trying to watch it like critically i think it would be a lot better especially and that might be actually why they have they explain the joke a few like multiple times in a row is just because people are just they expect people to tone out (laughs) yeah if, if you know if you miss that first part you still have the like payoff of the joke and if you know and if any one of those parts hits you it might be fun you'll be like and then you'll look away and then but if all you're right. watching and you all of those all of those different layers slap you at once I, it, it it's a negative effect for me at least okay yeah no <laughs> i think i see why we have that disconnect between like why you don't like the narrator and i don't mind it because mm-hmm. i watched two or three episodes of kaguya this weekend because i haven't watched any until saturday and i was tuning out a lot because I'm bad at paying attention to things that I'm not super invested in. Yeah, no. The um, um, when I when I watch Kaguya, I usually watch it with other people, and uh, we all take like shifts in tuning out. <laughs> all right, yeah, that makes sense then. Um, yeah, okay. I don't hate it though. Like, I'm gonna keep watching it until I get bored. Yeah, that's that's but probably fair. So far, it's just more of the same of like season one so as long as there are more like as long as it's entertaining i'll probably keep watching it and so far i haven't really been bored per se with this season i'm just kind of annoyed because just fucking nothing happens but that's yeah that's the manga i guess yeah i don't i don't i don't like super duper ultra hate this show like a you know it's not it's not in my bottom list or anything like that, but I don't I certainly don't think it should be the twenty fourth highest ranked anime of all time. Wait, is that what it's at on Mal? Yeah, it's ranked number twenty four. Okay, but Mal scores aren't important. 
because yeah. yeah, and they also change based off of what's fucking playing now. Anyway. Yeah, no, yeah, you're, you're yeah. right. Um, let me see. That's still a tra- travesty, though. That's unfortunate. Yep. Um, I'm also watching uh, Tower of God, which is um, which is the first show I've seen in a in a long time based off of a web comic, a Korean web comic, even. Um, really? I've had, huh. Yeah, I've had a. Uh, it's it's sponsored by Webtoon. I'm, very, I'm sure you've seen some of those ads for Webtoon shit. Um, and I, I only I only kind of recently realized what Webtoon is. Is that you know it's a it's a mobile app for web comics, which seems like it'd be like the future for web comics. Yeah, because I I have like a few web comics that I really like, but then I just forget they exist, so I have to go back and read like four months worth of comics. Yeah, which is objectively the right way to do it anyway. But okay. Yeah, like um, for yeah, for people who are gonna like stay. And you know, read all of those things. Something like it's it's in, it's incrementally updated, and something that you would want to read on like the bus or something. So it feels like it feels like um, mobile app is a perfect fit for it. But um, it looks really fucking weird if you try to load it up on the on your on your PC because all of the all of the panels are really vertical and really like split up from each other. Oh, interesting. Because. Um, what I'm, what I would hope is that it's just like an infinite scrolling app, and it just remembers your place. Oh, if it did that, I would actually maybe be tempted to use that, even though I only read like three web comics. Right? Yeah, same. That sounds like it would be cool. But um, yeah, Tower of God is uh, I I don't, it's I I, I don't really have any piece of criticism to levy against it, you know um. I think it's I think it's fine for what it is, but it's just lacking that that extra little thing of you know making it special. That's kind of what I felt about this entire season. Same yeah, for no, that season for the most part, actually. That's that's about what it what it is. Yeah. Hey, I, the last season had gems like um, Darwin's Game. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say <laughs> interspecies reviewers and uh, not a lot else. And, uh, <laughs> God, my oh, did, you, did you end up watching it? No, but it was a great source of news. <laughs> right? The um, drama. Yeah, my favorite last season was Doro Hidoro. And, you know, once the giant, like, uh, like, once, you know, for example, uh, Noi took off her mask and she re- you realized that she was hot. Um, or, you know, when the lizard man accidentally bites off somebody's face. You realize what the show is about. You realize what makes it unique and make, what makes it special. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Tower of God just hasn't hit that for me. It's setting up a lot of, like, it, it's about, uh, you know, anime sword boy du jour climbing a tower and completing, you know, various shonen challenges to get a wish. But, you know, um... It hasn't really strayed out of its outside of its constraints. It's setting it's setting up a lot of like mystery and intrigue and stuff, but it's I don't really have faith that it's going to pay off, you know. Hmm. Yeah i I read the premise and it just didn't really scream at me. But I'm also not really into like big shonen-y stuff. So yeah. And then you told me to you recommended that I watch that before 
we recorded because I haven't watched much anime and this season. And I just read that. I'm like, yep, that sounds like a generic shonen thing yeah. that I'm sure a lot of people really like, but that's not for me. And if I watched it, I would just be angry at whoever recommended it to me. Yeah, that's fair. The um, I'm yeah, I'm not against shonen, but most of it seems to range from like. It, it seems to range from like mediocre to okay. There's never there's it's pretty rare to have like a a shonen I really hate or really like. Yeah, and I'll get to like shonen when I talk to my week when I okay. get to my week, but um, I kind of feel like I share that same sentiment where. Mm-hmm. There's some that like I can see why people really like it, but it's also just not that good. Yeah. The only the only good shonen that I would say is just absolutely fantastic is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure up until it went mm. to like until it started getting published in Seinen manga and yeah. the first half of Death Note. That's yeah. a large I was thinking about that actually, the because one of the, I don't know if it was a news article or not, but so many things are, they get wrung out when they get published into weekly or monthly things and just keep going and going and going. And that's 80% of Shonen anyway. And they just lose any kind of enchantment after that. I, as soon I, as it catches on, it's just not there anymore. Because mm-hmm. making a Shonen like weekly manga is kind of like running on a giant treadmill. Mm-hmm. You don't really get a vacation. Yeah. Um, personally, metaphorically I, and metaphorically. Yeah, personally, I actually really like both halves of Death Note, and I think they complement each other. Um, I also really liked uh, Demon Slayer. I liked what I watched of Demon Slayer. I'll probably actually get around to reading the manga. It's, it's oh no, definitely watch the anime. I've, I've heard the manga. Manga isn't real, nearly as good. Oh, good because that's, the that's animation is like the only thing that really got me going. In yeah, I'd, I'd say it takes a while to get going. You need to get all of the um, you need to get all of the characters there first. Mm-hmm. And if you hate like whiny, cowardly characters, <laughs> you won't like Zenitsu. I kind of love him, but um, yeah, I, I know and I understand a lot of people don't like him. Yeah, I like I like Zenitsu because he's yellow. Like, <laughs> no, I fucking yellow is like my it's not my least favorite color, but it's not my favorite. Um, no, like we've had that. I'm sure like I can't name anything specifically off the top of my head right now, but like we've had that character before where they're like, oh, yeah, kind of like aloof and incompetent. But then they have like temporary moments of just badassery. And yeah, if they were always in that state, they would be too overpowered. Yeah, I remember there being a character like that in Shaman King. I watched Shaman King when I was like 12. I don't remember anything from it. Yeah, same. No, I just remember wasn't it being wasn't Shaman King like JoJo, but for twelve year olds. Basically, yeah. Okay. Um, you didn't know I was on the money there. Um, okay, uh, let me see what else is I watching. Um, I'm watching Glapnir, which is okay. This is a show. I mean, I'm going to explain the premise first because I have to. A it's it's sort of a survival game type of thing, like Ryan was talking about earlier, kind of. Um, so a teenage boy, of course, gets a magical coin that turns him into a, like, uh, I guess a combat mode. And um, it's based on his, um, you know, it's, it's based on his desires. 
but it's sort of like a genie wish where it like twists him. And so his he uh, he gets the power to turn into a giant animal mascot. Okay. Where he's got like the giant stuffed head and um, big like doofy hands and stuff. And he also has a zipper on the back and other people can crawl inside him and pilot him. That makes me uncomfortable. I don't like this. <laughs> and so he has um, he has a he, he meets his like I, I, I guess future girlfriend who is his main like flesh pilot. Um, oh, I don't like the term flesh pilot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he in like when he unzips himself, it's like his insides are all like fleshy. When you say fleshy, do you mean like skin tone fleshy or like no? As in, organ? as it, yeah, it's like it's like muscle tissue inside of okay. his zipper. Um, so it's Attack on Titan, but for normal sized people. Kind of, I guess. I haven't I haven't seen Attack on Titan. Um, oh, um, I have a weird relationship with that show slash manga. <laughs> I started like reading the manga right before the anime came out, and I got up to. I don't remember which chapter number, but a little bit after where the first season of the anime ended, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm down for this. And then the anime just kind of turned me off from it because the pacing was so goddamn awful. And then I went I back see. to the manga and there's that pacing was also goddamn awful. That pacing is also goddamn awful because I got to like four or five months where they're just sitting in a fucking tree. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And after that, it's like the Aaron retrieval arc and it was the worst thing. And then I finally got back to watching the anime because I heard what happened in the basement. I'm like, okay, all right, I guess I'll catch up because that sounds interesting. And now I'm like a huge attack on Titan stand and I'm caught up on the manga. It's been a weird journey. It, the payoff is totally worth it. Okay. I don't know. That's true. Like, I don't want to get it too much into into it too much because we'd be getting into spoilers, but oh, hardcore spoilers. <laughs> big, big, <laughs> big spoilers. Um, but I personally think it's worth it. And are are you caught up on the manga, Ryan, or did you just watch all the anime? Neither. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I would be down to do like a spoiler cast, but I'm the only person in my friend group who's currently reading the manga and has gone further than where the anime is. Hmm. The uh, it's is I I dropped it like a rock like month two into the trees. I just I couldn't. If, I just if, couldn't. If I would say like watch the anime on like one and like a half speed because if you can power through like the Aaron retrieval arc, it's all worth it. It's so fuck. It gets so fucking good. I'm That's... surprised that the anime's past the tree arc or where they're in the fucking. Tree uh arc. yeah. So season three goes a little like a few chapters past, like, the basement. Oh! Reveal. Ooh. Well, okay. Yeah. Season four of the anime is gonna end at the same time as the manga. Okay. Well, and it'll wrap up the story. They'll both wrap up the story at the same time. That's good to know. Yep. <laughs> and it was scheduled to air in fall of this year. We'll see if that still happens. I doubt it will. I doubt yeah. it will either. It, like, I, yeah. We can't. Everything also like if, off now has to be planned for later it's not like they can just not make whatever they're going to make this season everything just has to be rotated yeah so we'll probably end up seeing it next year sometime which is a shame because 
Isayama has gotten a lot better. People used to like meme on how shitty the Attack on Titan manga looked, but it looks a lot better now. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say just power through it, get to the basement, and I think it's worth it personally. And this is coming from somebody who hates this kind of anime normally. Quiz, yeah. I think you should just wait until it's all done. Or that. <laughs> yeah, like but I the, want to talk about it with people and nobody I know is you know, like it. twenty years down the line. Um to you twenty years from now. Right. But yeah, um with Gla- with Glapnir, I originally wasn't very into it because um main boy and his re- and his girlfriend's their relationship is like super toxic. Um but over time, like the past two episodes or so, have been I've really been growing on it, or it's really been growing on me, I guess. Um, they've gotten more directly into just sort of stating that this is a body horror show, and you know, their the toxic relationship is probably based on real events in the author's life. There's a lot of like little details of. Um, there's a lot of little details that sort of show, like, given given quantity, like a realness quantity to it, quality, whatever. Um, you know, during one moment, the girlfriend is like, the the main girl is like, uh, yeah, I'm not going home today. I'm just, so we're just gonna, you know, camp out here and eat, you know, gas station food, and just chill out. You want to join me? And it's like, I, I, I sort of knew people like that who would just not go home some days. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I've, I've met those people. I was those people at one point in my life. <laughs> yeah. It's, um... So, yeah. So I, I sort of am getting, coming around on it because, like, they are a mess. And, um... And I hope that they can have some sort of thing. I feel like I feel like a like a behind the scenes about what the author's life was actually like might be more interesting than the show. But you know, hmm. Yeah, I mean, that sounds more interesting than what I just read on Annie Chart. Uh, yeah, because like. At first, you started talking about like, oh, toxic relationships, and if I wanted to watch an anime about a toxic relationship. I would just go rewatch B Stars. Oh god! Yeah. Touch that. Oh no, we're gonna touch that when we get to my week. Oh no! I was gonna say that's um that's a good that's a good segue because I was also gonna talk about BNA. I watched the first episode of BNA, so I can talk to you. All right. Talk about this with you. Okay. Yeah. I've I've I'm caught up. They published. They like dumped six episodes and then just stopped. I don't know what happened. So I, I, maybe they were doing like a crunch before um, Corona came out. Mm. Um, I'm I'm really not feeling it. Uh, personally. Yeah, it kind of just seems like one of those things. It's more again, I'm just speaking as somebody who's seen the first episode, mm. but it just seems like it's a very trigger show and it seems like it's prefers style over any kind of substance, which is pretty on brand for trigger but yeah the last trigger thing i watched was promare and that was a movie that should have been a two core anime so why the fuck didn't they just do promare as a tv show instead of bna 
No, that's a very was, good question. This format was perfect. If, if I would, I don't know. I felt like sixth episode OVA, but in that case, it's the exact same length as the movie. So I don't know. Like there were parts of that movie that just felt rushed and could have been yeah. fleshed out, and I would have liked to have seen fleshed out. But that's trigger. You're not gonna not get that regardless. Uh, I mean, they fleshed out some stuff in Kill a Kill, although with that second core, it probably should have been rushed. It, it, it was super jumpy. I mean, Darling in the Franks was fleshed out. Dar- 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 Darling in the Franks <laughs> also God's gift to anime. Okay? It's, you, it's, really, it's really it is, not, though. It are you joking so with me? Good. It is so good. It is so good. I love it. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. But I don't remember a goddamn thing that happens in that anime, Ryan. Well, other than the do you, there's, Ryan, there's children and there's crazy earth lava aliens, and then there's dinosaurs that are the alien earth lava things, and then they go in space. Okay, Ryan, I'm gonna ask you a question, and I want you to be honest with me. Mm-hmm. Do you like Darling in the Franks because it's just Trigger's take on Aquarian? That has crossed my mind, and uh, it's certainly not a detractor. Because it really <laughs> doesn't like it's Aquarian, which I know you're a big fan of. It's not because... just Aquarian, okay? okay it's also Aquarian with dinosaur aids. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's the um. Like, lost me. The, the traumatized youths have to basically fuck to pilot the mechs and there's weird space aliens and dinosaur aids but with this one you get the juxtaposition of the secluded adults that live in their own world combined with the history and it's a much better story it's not just a thing they actually there's surrounding context okay okay i don't know man i you 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 saw the part where they revealed that the this is getting a big spoilers. You you saw the part at the end where they revealed that the like the council was working with the aliens to yeah. Dis, yeah. to denigrate humanity's moral values by destroying the natural relationship between man and woman so that the aliens could invade. Yeah, yeah. The you drama. don't got drama everywhere. <laughs> you don't see how that could be construed you know an uncomfortable metaphor for jews <laughs> oh yeah wasn't there somebody who people... worked on wrote, wrote, wasn't there somebody like writing that show who was just like a straight up fascist i that's what it feels like to me is that somebody somebody who believes in the like jewish conspiracy theory to take over the world or whatever is was writing that and that's very uncomfortable especially because all of the di- all of the gay characters die of a horrible disease that just like degenerates them. Oh no. I've been thinking of somebody wrote like a stink piece about on tack on Titan saying that it's anti-Semitic and fascist. And I'm like, I see where you're coming from, but you're also wrong, but I can't really talk about it because big spoilers, big, big, big spoilers. But no, I was confused. I wasn't thinking that article wasn't about Franks. It was about Attack on Titan. Um, so okay. go ahead. Don't mind me. <laughs> it's it's a good show. And I like it. 
The ending was a little bit much, but that's okay because I didn't watch it for the ending. I barely watched it for the characters. (laughs) As is your right. I do like I do like Azura 2's design at least. Yeah, no, yeah. and like the mech designs are really cool. And again, with Trigger, it's style over substance. It just, yeah, it just, it just makes me want to watch Star Driver every other episode, and that's also great. Not a bad thing. Man, I was thinking about you and Star Driver just the other week. I was like going through some old photos on my camera roll and saw somebody cosplaying from it <laughs> at a convention I was at, and I'm like, I wonder how Ryan's doing. Yeah. Yeah, Ginga be shown in. Oh, man. Yeah, that show was better than it had any right to be. Yep, just like mm-hmm. Darling and the Franks. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a lot of similar world building problems with DNA. Uh, <laughs> it's, you, you know, the basic premise. Uh, I, I think they explained the premise of it in the first episode. Nope. Did you? Okay. Because DNA wasn't airing, was it? No, yeah, DNA's like got six episodes out. Not when we were last recording. We last recorded. Oh no, no, not when we were ago. last recording. I, I meant like uh, you, you, you know the premise of DNA. Oh yeah, but I don't think Ryan or I mean some of the yeah. people at home might not. Yeah, no, yeah, okay, I was, yeah, I was trying to segue. Um, yeah, okay. So the animal in the, in this world, there's humans and there's animal people who can also turn into humans for some reason. And so right. the animal this people is, are descript- different. This is different than Gleipnir. Yes. No. This is the this is the next show. Yeah, we're talking about um, BNA, brand new animals. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so animal people, or I guess I think they're called beast men, are yeah. discriminated against, and so they go and make their own city. And um, some human is turned into a tanuki, and so she Mario. migrates close. It that would it would be much better if Mario was the main character, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I would watch that. But I yeah. She, but yeah, she goes to um she goes into the Animal City, which is called Animal City. And gets embroiled in their eternal f- affairs, which is mostly just mob shit. My um, my the subs that I was watching didn't have Animal City; it had Anima City, and I'm like, hmm, yeah, in Japanese right, okay. that's pronounced Animashiti, and then it also sounds like Animosity. And I'm like, very, very clever, very subtle. Okay, no, that might that might be you might have something beyond to something there. Either either that's like a very blatant attempt at like a double meaning or that wasn't the intention at all. And I'm just galaxy braining this. Yeah. We, we may never know, but yeah. Um, I, I think the, I think it gets worse as it goes on. Um, Oh, that's not promising because it didn't have a very strong start for me. Yeah. It's, I think the best episode was um, when uh, the Tanuki joins a baseball team uh, because it's actually like because um, it's actually about something. That's one of the things that the, the show has as a problem as well is it is not really about anything um, like the initially the main character's quest is to figure out a way to revert back to human 
even though all the other beast people can revert back to human and like get a human form, which I'm not sure why they did that as like a world building thing. And except for like maybe making it easier to animate. Um, but yeah, she, her initial quest was to be able to turn into a human. And then she was able to do that. She, she just randomly figured out how, and the show is now still going. And then, you know, in the last episode, they started introducing a bunch of new characters to get on the second plot. But the, the, the plot just kind of resolved itself without anything happening. But um, the best episode actually was about something and that the Tanuki joined a baseball team and she was trying to, you know, get this failing team of bears. So it was like one of each type of bear and a grizzly bear, polar bear and so on. Um to win so that they could get the prize money so that they could move out of their like poor neighborhood and stop being, you know, poor and, and shit. Okay. That, that sounds great. If the first episode was like more like that with goofy hijinks, I would be way more in Yeah, because the first episode is very action oriented. There's like motorcycle chases and a terrorist attack. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about what's going on. This Mm -hmm. is very pretty to look at and listen to because the soundtrack is just, the soundtrack is really good. It's phenomenal, but I just don't give a shit about anything that's happening. There's no tension driving the plot forward for me. And I spent 20 minutes just thinking, man, I wish I was watching B stars. Yeah, no, if this show was just like wacky racers, but with, you know, furries playing baseball, (laughs) I would be in for it, but it's, it's really not the show gets good. The show like takes, goes back to like talking about the plot shit where there's this, Ooh, there's this mob conspiracy for the bear team to throw a game. Except, you know, they, they're known for like always losing. So that why would literally you just sounds them? like a plot out of like the first half of B stars? Yeah. And then the fucking like wolf boy who is actually God, but decides to say that God isn't real, but still has his like super Jesus powers. Um, decides to go uh decides to go steal the money from the mob boss that people were betting and then give it back to the mob boss and not actually do anything in like a like he gives the money back to the mob boss and I like ooh I stole from you but I'm just betting this back on the team and then fucking not actually do anything to help anyone the um the, the mafia guys keep beating up the coach and you're like oh no the coach is gonna have the everyone's you know throw the game so that you know they, they lose and then the tanuki has to work extra hard to make them keep winning and then they beat up the coach again and then that's like obviously a like a problem and they're like abusing their uh power but he doesn't do anything he doesn't do anything to help anyone even though he works for the government so, you know, then then everything starts clicking into place and you realize that there's this it's this city that's got all these like skyscrapers and it's all modern and shit, except like 30 percent of the population. I don't know if it's actually 30, like a huge percent of the population lives in abject poverty and like shacks. And the government is doing absolutely nothing to actually govern. And crime is just rampant. And, you know, mafia people are like blatantly. uh they're they're blatantly showing like they're blatantly making political moves 
and trying to like act as governors of the the people because the government isn't doing it. And yet the mayor of the city is a major character despite her like not doing shit. That's not even a part of the plot. It's just a like background detail that they didn't think about. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's disappointing. Um what else have you been watching? Okay, um, yeah, sorry, I went on a rant there. No, that's fine. I'm just, like, getting mad thinking about how that show wasted my time now. Yeah, um, I do still like, I do like some of the character designs, at least. I'm not, but I'm still not sure why they had, like, human versions. I love reading doujinshi of this, but exactly. the actual show, I, I can't really bring myself to care about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see, I've been watching... I'm going to have to look at this thing in English again. My next life as a villainous all route street lead to doom. Which is uh, some a girl who loves Otome games dies and gets reincarnated as the villain in her favorite game. And she realizes, oh, no, all of these all of the routes uh, for the heroine. If she gets the good ending, I die. So she has to change every. So she has to try and like change fate so that she doesn't die and make friends with everyone and do like dumb harem shit. Um, I wouldn't say I like really like this show. I do like, but I do like it well enough, I guess. Yeah. Um, Okay. Go ahead. Oh yeah, everyone here knows that I'm not really a fan of isekai shows, but. This one has a bit of a different spin on it where it's not your it's not generic RPG mechanics in an isekai world. It's a visual novel. And that alone is in enough to make me more interested in the premise than most isekai. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's an actual different type of game. Um the thing I really appreciate, I think, is that the main character is a stupid hoe. Specifically, <laughs> yeah, she's pretty dumb. Yeah, she's she's taking a big gulp of dumb bitch juice, and that's that's what I love about her. <laughs> um, same. Like she she has a voracious appetite and loves climbing trees, and I kind of hope she gets fat later. Um, just because it, it just sort of feels fitting, you know. But um. Yeah, I think uh, I think this some of the male the male like harem characters lead a little bit more development. I mean, we're I mean, I think you could say that about any harem cast. Yeah, yeah, they um because there's a lot of them and um like mo- most of them have a few you know personality. We're not talking like a personality free zone, but um. I, I don't think any of them could hold the show by themselves. Um, and yeah, the, the main main girl only has so much that she can do by herself. She can only make a I'm eating all the snacks jokes as many, you know, so many times. Yeah, I've only seen the first episode, so I can't speak too much on this. But the most interesting parts for me so far have been the premise and then the Council of Catalinas, where it's just like inside her mind and it's just a council of like herself debating. Oh yeah. Avoid dying. Yeah. I no, that was, 
I thought that was cute and kind of funny, but outside of that, like I'll give this the three episode rule, but there's nothing screaming. I absolutely need to be watching this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's about where I am as well. Um, one small, one small thing I have that I was annoyed about was, um, during, I don't know if it's episode one or two, but during her like child part, there's a time skip. Um, during her child part, she like falls off a tree and gets a facial scar, where it's like an X on her forehead. Um, no, I just watched the first episode. She didn't get the scar from the tree. She got it when she like tripped on the sidewalk. Right. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, she gets she gets like a little X shaped X shaped scar on her forehead. Say that three times fast. Um, but then there's a time skip, and she's a teenager, and the scar is gone. That was a little upsetting to me. Um, yeah, like I said, I'll keep, I'll watch a couple more episodes of that show, but as of now, there's nothing telling me that I should finish this out to the end. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Kakushi Goto? Uh, I watched the first episode and I liked it way more than I thought I would. Really? Yeah, like I walked into it thinking like, um, so Kakashi uh, Goto is I don't I don't have the English name on me, but it's an anime about a father. I'm presuming he's a single father because in the pictures, the wife doesn't isn't showing her face. So that's like the trope of her being dead. And we haven't seen her other than like when they were in the hospital having the baby. So I'm just going to assume that he's a single father and he's an etchy manga artist and the premise of the show is he's trying to hide his career from his young daughter and hijinks and it's gonna work perfectly forever forever yeah and hijinks just ensue as the daughter inquires about like what he does for a living and he has to like try to hide it from her my initial thought was this show is too beautiful for its premise because it's very colorful and bright. And there's a lot of like pastels, which are my aesthetic. So maybe I'm just like a sucker for that. Mm. But my first problem with the show is that when they're in the birthing room, everyone's like, Oh, that's your name. Oh, you're, you're that, you're that erotic manga artist. I'm like, why would this guy not just be writing under a pseudonym if he was yeah, worried about people knowing who he is? And right? also, why would everyone in the hospital just be familiar with this etchy artist? Um, yeah, for, for the bit. I mean, <laughs> Pretty much. That's just not that the script. <laughs> as far as I can tell, it's um, it's not even like a like, it's not even like a like a sex thing. It's like a um, it, it's like a like raunchy comedy sort of comic i think if that's the yeah. case i'm not gonna watch it like he's like a like it's like family guy or something it's <laughs> a bad example but i can't i can't i can't do it but yeah the to name me, that's just like why even bother protecting that from your daughter if it's if yeah. it doesn't like cross that boundary into truly explicit what the hell who cares I mean, That's... the manga that he's famous for is called Balls of Fury, so... Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it seems to have, like, some kind of erotic angle to it, but yeah, gotta gotta protect the little girl, and the first scene in the show, so I'm not spoiling this, is like, oh, you're 18 now, you can go into the shack where I have my secret. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I feel like 18 is like a little too long to wait to tell your daughter yeah. that all like kind of raunchy manga. Like I feel like she could know that at like 14 or 15. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm caught up at this point. I think I'm like four episodes in. She's still in that shack, like reminiscing. Reminiscing. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep watching it because it's just really pretty to look at. Yeah, we'll we'll see where it goes. Also, um, best girl is like the assistant at the manga studio. The that, one with the hair thing. Yeah, the one with the hair thing. Uh, Kakesan. She calls her boss a capitalist pig right to his face, and Ooh. I love her. She will be the vanguard of the revolution. <laughs> no, you uh, got me there. Um, I'm I'm not really a fan. Um. Like most of it is that it's like a it's a comedy. I'm I'm not laughing very much, um, but I, I think there is some sort of a, like a narrative conflict between um, him trying to protect his daughter, but him also being very like vain and very like seeking fame. Specifically, there's a scene where he talks about how he wants to get famous for the sake of his daughter, so he can be proud. But then the next scene, um. But in the next scene, tries to keep information hidden from his daughter. Um, And the assistant even calls him out on that, because I just saw that episode. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I want to get famous so I can be someone important, because my daughter wants me to be somebody important. And his assistant is like, yeah, but if you became well-known, wouldn't that ruin your secret? Yeah. And I I get that's part of... Oh, go on. Oh, I was just going to wrap... I was just going to kind of wrap up my thoughts on it, because I don't have too much more to say about it, other than, like... There's some pretty dumb plot contrivances, but I'm like I'm a mark for adorable shows about wholesome parent-child relationships. So yeah. I'll probably end up sticking this one out. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not really convinced that he's a good dad yet. He has he sort of has a t- tendency to not like I, I mean obviously like her him actively deceiving her at, at all points is like a is like part of the joke. But there's a lot of stuff where he's like, he's not really listening to her. Yeah. And that's, eh. But let me see. Only two more to go. Um, Well, those are all the anime that I've seen, so you can kind of just get your thoughts out, and I probably won't have too much to say about them. Yeah, I don't have too much to say about these either. Um, Ascendance of a Bookworm, season two. It's an isekai where all they do is talk about economics and shit the whole time okay so we already got spice and wolf so we can just disregard the show pretty much um it's one of those things where it's one of those things where somebody saw like was writing their story and you're like oh yeah a character needs to have flaws well i guess i'll make our my character get sick all the time and be really sickly oh but then actually my character is only sickly because she's She's got so much mana that she gets sick because she, you know, she can't, she needs to be able to cast spells or use like power magic objects because she's just the most specialist ever. Okay, so she's like Megamine, but without the charm. Yes. <laughs> well, no, she's actually she's she's worse. Um, she's. Oh, it's um, she's she's like five. But she talks like an adult, and everyone treats her as an adult. And um, she's, uh, and you know, she's going off like, 
Like the thing is, she it's ascendance of a bookworm. The her whole goal is to read books. Not reading any particular thing or like learning about any particular topic, just the act of reading books, which I get is uh, like some people's thing. They just enjoy the the thing about reading. But um yeah, it's uh basically the entire first season is about explaining the epic economics of medieval times. Okay, so it's exactly like Spice and Wolf. I good to know. I will never waste my time with this show. Yeah, no. Um and uh except they don't actually seem to understand that uh that they don't actually seem to understand some of the like the economies that they're talking about because they also introduce a bunch of like fantasy elements they have people living in like modern style apartment buildings except they're made of wood yeah everything everything you say about this just makes it sound more and more awful yeah um like she finds a book in like a pawn shop and she's like it's amazing but it's super expensive and he's like yeah it's it's and then they like actively explain Oh yeah, it's expensive because paper is this really rare, expensive like novelty item, and you could never ever use like parchment or something. Like the real reason books were expensive before the printing press was that every book had to be handwritten, which is you know mm. a lot of labor. But this 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 show seems to think that paper is rare, and it is the driving force of what made books expensive before the printing press. Ah yes, paper, that elusive thing that's been around since ancient China. Yeah, right. And so she finds she makes this business like she she like she yeah, she she teams up with this merchant to make a business to um try and make like a paper mill. And it turns out there's this um like invasive plant that like spreads rapidly like kudzu that as it turns out, you can really really easily make paper out of, but nobody thought to do it until um that no, nobody thought to do it until uh, she came around and decided to like make it. And so suddenly she's like really rich, and she has this like pretty boy merchant that she can have her like tsundere arguments with. And I, I okay, think that would yeah, be. I get it. We've been talking about Spice and Wolf this whole time. No, <laughs> I think that would really be the. Um, Is she at least a fox girl or like any kind of cute animal girl? She's got blue hair. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. If there's think, no tail to fluff, then what's the point? Pretty much. The um the I think if the show were to like have a good version, I would I would really lean it lean it in more into the thing of I'm a like five year old lowly girl and I'm trying to make a man harem with like my various business partners. Because that's really what it is. Ugh. That Maybe it's because I've been drinking tequila while we're like recording this, but that just made me throw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, this this current season is um is about uh, at the end of the last season, she went into a church and they saw, oh, they have this church library. So she instantly signed up to like be a member of the church. <laughs> one does. And, you know, now she's like flirting with this like. Uh, now she's flirting with this like pretty boy priest and arguing about the internal politics of the thing. Um, 
uh, of the church and um yeah one of i think that ultimately the like the per, the current issue that they're going for in this season is um the issue of orphans because at, up until the main girl joined the church they decided to just lock the, all of the orphans in a room and occasionally dump food in there and hope they don't like die and nobody thought that this was a problem until she showed up and um and so her brilliant solution is to try and rope them into her business scheme so that they can work to earn their keep. And that's really, I, th- I think that's really the ultimate failing of this show is that it's entire premise is that capitalism is good. Like yeah, she actually girl, has that's, to... that's all I needed to hear. To yeah. This show is garbage. Yeah. They also had, yeah, they have this, um, they have this chant that they say, no one who were, no one who does not work, neither shall he eat. Or something, and then they just chant it randomly. It's okay. Yeah. So everyone in this show gets the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easily. Um, and last show I am watching is Shiro Neko Project Zero Chronicle. Okay, it's, I feel I, like this one shouldn't take too much time because this sounds yeah, no. like the worst thing ever. It is a shovelware fantasy show based around um yeah, it's a, it's a shovelware fantasy show based around some guy. It it feels like it's a D&D. It feels like it's somebody's first D&D campaign where the DM has no idea what he's doing and a lot of the other people don't know what they're doing and um <laughs> I don't even know why I'm watching it other than just making an extended like D&D like running joke. Because yeah. we, we, that was, I was the first. About to ask why you're doing this to yourself? Because, I, yeah, like um, quickly. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, we watched the we watched the first episode, and within the first five minutes, the main character is like, "Ooh, I'm an anime boy that lives in this small, isolated village." Oh no, we're under attack! And then it's like Knight walks in immediately after and is like, oh, you must be the chosen one. You take my magic sword and go to the capital. Like that, that was literally the first like ten, five, ten minutes. And everything else about it is kind of like dumb and stupid, but I can't really hate it. It's mostly that it's made, it's clearly somebody's idea that they cared about very much. Or the, yeah. you know they they cared about to some degree, and they even if it's somebody into the money to fund it, yeah, e- yeah. Even if it's ultimately derivative, it is you know some some product of creativity rather than being like a cynical market pandering. Thing. Okay, um, so if you said that was your last thing. I know you watched the first episode before we recorded and I don't want to have a full blown discussion because I haven't quite, I haven't finished it. I'm about like halfway through and you've only watched the first episode, Mm -hmm. but just for my own curiosity, what were your first impressions of B stars? Um, I haven't really made my mind up what I think about it. Um, I, I think I'm ultimately not sure what it's about. Um, I mean, obviously, I know what it's about, but like, what its main like, what its main theme is, what its main like. Yeah. So this this show, like, B Stars, is kind of weird because, like, in the very first scene, it introduces the murder mystery, and mm-hmm. then for like the first season of anime, 
it introduces that and some of the tension and then just becomes like a romance. And apparently like right after where the anime ends, it goes back to solving the murder mystery. Huh. Okay. Cause, um, yeah, I wasn't, um, I kind of liked the, the main wolf boy. I liked how Lugosi? he was. Yeah. Lugosi yeah. is the goodest boy and I love him. And yeah. if fucking conventions weren't canceled this year, I would cosplay him. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like how he's sort of like, he he's like the big boy, but he's also kind of dweeby looking and he like, and it says this like weird posture where he's like leaning down to get like face level with everyone else. Um, yeah, he's like, he, he doesn't really seem to like, like being a predator and he doesn't want to be seen as like vicious. So he like tries to like be at the same eye level as the, as like the herbivore herbivores. They're not fucking dinosaurs. Jesus Christ. As the same as like the, the non predators. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not really sure why all of the other herbivores, other than the bunny, and I haven't learned her name yet. Maybe I don't remember. Aru is her name. Aru, yeah. I'm not sure why all of the other herbivores, other than Aru, seem to be complete dickheads. Um, yeah. Also, Haru lives with cats, and cats are predators. So, like, yeah. There's like some internal consistency things in like the world building that I have questions about, but. Overall, like so far, it seems like they do a pretty good job of like explaining how this animal society works. And I don't really think we explain the premise, but um, it's like I was telling Quigley before we recorded. It's basically Zootopia plus Twilight, but make it good. Because <laughs> Lugosi is like, like we were saying, like shy, timid wolf boy doesn't really have predator instincts. And then he meets Haru, who is like this bunny girl is that people are like spreading rumors about saying that, Oh, she's like a slut. She sleeps with all the boys. Um, he sees her and like something in him like clicks and it turns into like the vampire monster love story of, Oh, I love you, but I can't be with you because I'm going to want to eat you. And then Haru's like, Oh, I want to be with you and I want you to fuck me, but I'm also a little scared that you might eat me, which is also a turn on. It's it's weird. Nice. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't in until now, but now oh, I'm in. Um, so episode four. Um he goes into her room and she's like, Oh, is 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 this your first time? I've I've never been with a I've never been with a predator before. I hope you don't like break me. And he's like he and he's just like a dumb sweet boy. So he's like, right. huh? What? I don't get it until she's like stripped down to like her bra and panties. And he's like, Oh, oh no, this isn't what I wanted. Rabbit. There's there's a lot of sexual tension in this show, especially between um Wolf Boy Lugosi and the head of like the drama club is a dear man called Luis or Ruiz. If you're watching like the Netflix subtitles and would, between those boys, there's some, there's a little bit of sexual tension too. So would, you, got, you got your furry yaoi, you got your furry straight. It's, it's got a little something for everybody. <laughs> I've uh, yeah, that's not, that was my first uh, takeaway really is that like, I'm not sure that dear twink knows what he's doing. Muffing off to a guy <laughs> like half his size again. Oh, Luis knows exactly what he's doing. All right. I'm good. Fucking... Everybody wants the wolf dick. I mean, 
all right i'm excited to do spoiler cast next time we record oh yeah we can we can watch b stars for that um let me see oh, that, um, that about all you had quigley i think so oh um can we get a quick f in the chat for rick may uh tf2 oh. is an anime right uh yeah yeah i was gonna i was gonna drop an f in the chat when we moved on to news because i don't really have too much to talk about i'm guessing have either of you played persona 5 royal Mm -mm. no okay um it's really good i didn't finish persona 5 because i got stuck in a dungeon and i just kind of like quit and never got back into it i'm now further than i was in base persona 5 and royal adds a lot of really nifty mechanics they've buffed baton pass so like when you do attacks that hit weaknesses you can pass off to a friend and they get like a damage boost and like heal a little bit and get some sp back um i'm just trying to think about things that like haven't really been said in reviews if you like the persona series it's good and worth checking out um I'm, I swear I had more to say about this, but I stopped playing it like two weeks ago. I needed to take a break. I got like halfway through because I started playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, which you said you were also playing, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, how far are you? Like chapter seven or ten. I don't remember. Um, Like where are you at in the story? Rooftops. Oh, with like Eris? Yeah. I've heard they changed. Yeah, that's the fucking right. I'm going to say Eris. <laughs> yeah so you're like every time uh, i hear the character's name all i can think of is the porn site so god that takes, me back. <laughs> that takes me back real far holy shit wait <laughs> right? what every single time the, like back in like i don't know like 2001 it was there's a basically early hentai website eris dies and they also had an animal, <laughs> uh, and it, it 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 was the main source for me for the longest fucking time. It was OG. That sounds me. vaguely familiar. Yeah. Um. Back. Yeah. So okay. So you're like, if you're hanging out with Eris, you're in like chapter eight. I'm in chapter fourteen. I'm kind of ramping up towards the end. So I'm not going to talk like spoilers in that area. Um, what are your impressions so far? Oh, it's ten out of ten. Best thing. It's they, they absolutely brilliant in virtually every way. I have zero complaints so far. Um, oh, the... I have. I like it for the most part. I I really really like it for the most part. But I have some pretty big nitpicks. Like most what? of them are some of the like dungeons just don't feel good to play they kind of feel like a slog and when you get to the part where Aerith takes you i'm just fucking switching back and forth now i don't even care um <laughs> when Aerith takes you back to sector five and you have to like go through the tunnels and shit that sucks it was way better in the original because you remember like the robot arm yeah it crosses the bridge yeah they make that a gimmick that you have to do like three or four times and it just takes so fucking long and it's a pain in the ass and yeah, I just it feels like they add a lot of like a lot of the added content was to just pad it out to get to 40 hours. Some of the side quests feel really fun to play and others feel like a huge waste of my time and I'm mad that I'm doing them. 
but I mean, that's true for any game with tons and tons of side quests. Like, that's not... Yeah, I wouldn't expect them to have perfect side quests for every single side quest. It's a side quest. Uh, Not always. I don't know. Like, I feel like if they didn't have so much padding, they could have at least done a remake that did more than, like, the Midgar sections. I feel like they could have been a bit more focused on, like, the story and move things along further, because at this pace, this remake series is going to be, like, nine fucking games. I mean, and that's... I'm okay with that, because this thing is... It's an artistic canon. Like, there's so much to it. It's brilliant. Like, the amount of different assets on top of the effects, on top of the camera movement, and the way that they handle cutscenes is just so good. Yeah, like, I don't deny any of that. It's a fucking... It's a beautiful game, other than, like, there are some parts where, like, you look in the background and it looks like a PS1 asset. But yeah. the main the characters themselves and the assets in general do look very, very good. And I like... I'm not trying to, like, dunk on this game, even though it might sound like I am, especially if you follow me on Twitter. But... Fuck, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, I really do like it for the most part. And there's like a couple other nitpicks I have with the story because I went and spoiled myself, but I'm not going to talk about that right now. Um, What I will. Spoiler free. Yeah. What I will mention from stuff that you've seen is. I don't like how early they introduce Sephiroth, even though it is just in Cloud's mind, because in the original, the really big, like, attention grabber and like driver of the tension in the plot is Sephiroth is just like this legend that you hear about like in little bits and pieces of people talking and it builds up to his like final to his reveal when you actually see him and I feel like having oh the little the angel feather falling when you're like leaving the Sector 8 bombing, or Sector 7 bombing, whichever one it is at the beginning, I can't remember. Um, And you get, like, you just fucking talk to Sephiroth, and it just kind of zaps a lot of that tension out for me of the build-up. So, you're coming at that with a lot of preconceived notions and from the original game. If you remove most of that and any expectation of who Sephiroth is or what he is, the way that they've introduced Sephiroth is so good. I disagree. I feel like a newcomer. If, if, if I feel like a new person who's playing, whose first introduction to the FF7 canon is remake, every five, ten minutes, they're going to be like, who the fuck is this? Why do they matter? What's going on? But then, if you played Crisis Core to begin with, you'll know who... Who's going to play Crisis Core first? The people that fucking know what they should do. I mean, okay, it is 2020. At this point in time, anyone should know that if you're gonna... Well, I don't know. I don't know. Because we're talking about a remake, and it should, it's a standalone... I don't know anyway. Okay, so but the weird thing about, like, FF7R is... FF7R is the last game in the Final Fantasy VII collaboration. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, all along, they were planning to do Advent Children, Dirge of Cerberus, Crisis Core, then a remake. So the remake is incorporating all this shit from the side games and Advent Children that people who haven't played those 
aren't going to know what the fuck they're talking about. There's a goddamn reference to Deep Ground, like, as an Easter egg. I missed that one. Fucking, I remember Dirge of Cerberus. The... Never, I, never played it. Didn't have a PS2. I played Crisis Core and loved the shit out of it. Like, still, I'm pretty still. sure, like, if you were in some classes with me, Ryan, other than Japanese, you probably saw me on my PSP playing Crisis Core. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I think I made some comments about it. I don't know. I do remember it a few times though. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. it's, it's it's real good, but the that's. I I I I really appreciate the the nuanced touch to Sephiroth right now. I do. It, it, is it nuanced or is it like beating you over the head with, oh hey, here's Seth, here's Sephi, he's right here. Nuanced in that it is artistic. There's the feather. Is it real? Is it not real? Is this in the past? Is it fucking future prophetic oh vision? Other thing is that. Uh... Never mind. Spoilers, spoilers. Not going to talk yeah. about that. We'll talk about that Which next time. I think is what I'm about to touch on is that I, given my opinion currently, I am very loudly mentally questioning where what it's building up to in this game, in this what with what we're given. I don't, I don't know what kind of payoff or incentive so, or like true like attention getter yeah I, I, I don't know what it's gonna i i am optimistic and hopeful that it's building towards something but yeah and am, like we can definitely talk about that more next time but i'm gonna steal something that i heard from another podcast because it feels very fitting with like kind of my attitude towards these games a character might as well have looked at the camera and said hey how did you feel about those evangelion movies <laughs> yeah I heard the combat's good, at least. The combat's fucking amazing. So the game is great to play. It is. It is such a good nod to what the original was, and blended into a modern. Yeah, game. Like, it, isn't it? I don't hate it. I just kind of miss turn-based combat, which is probably yeah. why I like playing Persona Five so much. But you can yeah. still totally play it like that if you truly wanted to. Like you could really emulate that playstyle. You you could. I'm not like I said. I'm not dunking on it. The combat is one of the things I like most about the remake. It just kind of makes me nostalgic for older JRPGs that are turn based. Which is, again, Persona Five is very much turn based. So I have that. Not complaining. Yeah, feels that's something. It almost feels like a character action game. Yeah, that's that's something I really wish Square would do was to have like. Just a, a a little bit of a lower budget, just genuine turn based combat sort of thing, instead of um, you know fifteen and seven R and Kingdom Hearts three all taking individually like ten years. I mean, isn't it's not Square, but I think I haven't played Dragon Quest. Are those still turn based? I think. Sure. I, I, I mean, Dragon Quest hasn't changed like an iota since yeah. like nineteen ninety. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it works for them. Yeah. No, they're they're doing great still. Star Ocean. But I haven't played that in a while either. Yeah, I'm just trying to think if I have like any last thoughts. Because most of the stuff I want to say is gonna be end game talk or closer to end game. So um, I I haven't taken it upon myself to look it up yet, but do, how many chapters are there? There are eighteen or nineteen. Oh, okay. Oh wow. 
Okay. I was thinking like 15 or 16. Yeah. Um, like it's, it's not, I'm not going to like spoil it or anything for you, but they do the wall market and like the stuff with Don Corneo really well, because if they, if it was just a shot for shot remake, a lot of people would have, um, issues with yeah. how it played out so they make it a little bit less problematic but oh my god let's take a ride on my main boy's little red rocket holy shit his motorbike best boy oh you're talking about roche i fucking hate roche, <laughs> so roche is such him. a fucking loser i hate, I hate him, him so much and i wait, love it i fucking wait, love it who okay so there's there's like a bunch of different poochies in seven remake and okay. one of them is a soldier i think he's first class and he's a motorcycle man and when you're doing like the motorcycle thing in midgar mm-hmm. you do a little combat with him and then he there's a boss fight with him and he's just like a i guess like everybody who's been in the soldier program just because like mako poisoning they go crazy and they're all weirdos he but roche is a weirdo class. and a fucking loser he's so no no man he's a man he fucking he flips his motorcycle so many times in the air like he it's so so dumb and it's over the top and brilliant and he's literally like like i if i remember right his line is we next time we meet you're gonna take a ride on my on my red ride on my red bike or some shit like that i'm just like you guys are gonna fuck and i'm so in right uh i mean unless he comes like he's only in that one chapter and never comes back. Oh, just, that's so sad. It just feels like out of place. A waste of a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just wait till you get later in the game. Like, did you play Persona Four Golden? No. Okay, so the Poochie in Persona Four Golden, she's like just huge ass fetish fuel. Has got the striped stockings and like the hat. Oh, they I literally put that her. character in Final Fantasy VII Remake, but just give her a different name. Okay. And, she's, and it's like they wanted to have Yuffie in the game, but it didn't make sense narratively to put her in the game yet. So they put in like a little annoying thief girl who's not Yuffie, and it's just, she's the fucking worst. Tifa's best girl, though. I, I mean, who's going to argue with that? I don't know. I mean, 15-year-old me would and say it's Yuffie, but... After, after I you know grew up, I realized the truth of Tifa. Tifa I'm literally girl. looking at a Tifa print that I got at my first convention right now. Nice, best girl. Yeah, what? no, best girl easily. Um, there's not a whole lot of girls in FF7, so the power ranking is pretty easy. It's <laughs> pretty narrow. Yeah, it's it's Tifa, Eris, huge power gap, Yuffie, and then. Like, I don't know, I guess, like, Scarlet. Is that all the women Ooh, in Final it, Fantasy 7? Probably. Sephiroth. <laughs> You're right, Sephiroth is back to all. Roasted. Damn. Um, I guess there's Sid's wife. That's one of the things I hope they change moving on. Do you remember how Sid used to beat his wife? In the original, I played that game when I was like twelve. So no, I don't. Yeah, no, that. he beats his wife. Oh, oh no! Like they, I mean, they removed Cloud getting molested in the hot tub. So yeah, we can said beating his wife. Yeah, we can we can hope. Yeah, um, yeah, not a whole lot more to talk about. Like, 
there's going to be more shit with the time ghosts, and I'll be interested to hear your opinion on that. Yeah, I have mixed thoughts. I'm very much anticipating hating it because I already hate it, and I'm just running on assumptions right now. So we'll see. Yeah, like the stuff that was going on in like the first few chapters, I didn't mind a whole lot. Um, like I, it felt fine with like the Reno fight and the stuff that was going on in like chapter three with Jesse, but I'll just let you keep playing and we'll talk more next time and maybe do like a little bit of a spoiler cast. Cause there's not really much I can say without going into big spoiler territory. Um, I think I just, yeah, no, that's pretty much all I had for what I've been doing lately because Westworld is not an anime, but it's ending tonight. And holy shit, season three is. It's not season one good, but it's way better than season two. And with the context of season three, it makes season two a little bit better. Hmm. Because season two of Westworld is basically just like laying the groundwork and foundation for season three. I didn't watch anything but season one. Forever ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it it's it's interesting. It's it's definitely a ride, and I'm kind of all for it right now. I just was bringing it up because the premiere was tonight, and I'm gonna watch that in like a few hours. Um, so I think that was all of our weeks. I guess we'll move on to the news. We kind of prattled on a little bit, so I guess we can yeah. just kind of roll through this. Um, everything is canceled. <laughs> everything is canceled, just like 2016. Yeah, it's uh, things are going pretty bad with the whole uh, uh, conventions. Not this fucking year, maybe in a brass con when we go at the end of the year. But yeah, summer convention season canceled. Summer anime canceled. Is AI just like gone gone already? Uh, I think they canceled it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Like Um, Nebraska at this point is still a maybe like a solid maybe. Yeah, because that's all the way out in November. We'll we'll see. I hope so, because I miss seeing people. I'm sure. And like. If you're if anyone listening is like me and the world sucks and depresses you, I'm we're gonna try not to talk about this too much, but it is relevant to anime because a lot of shit got canceled. Um things that I care about, ReZero season two. I've been waiting for that for oh my god, four so or five. I've been waiting for that for like four years now. That's canceled. Digimon Adventure canceled. Pokemon canceled. Wait, One what? piece is canceled. Oh no. yeah. Oh Pokemon. no. Not miss the misfit of Demon King Academy. No. Um, um, no guns. Life second core. That the first one looked pretty interesting, but I'm not like super invested in it. I'm Evangelion three plus one. Oh yeah, no, they can't. <laughs> Evangelion I delayed. Find any excuse to not finish this goddamn movie? Evangelion delayed, and this time it's not even Anno's fault. <laughs> Oh, like, I can't even be mad because like Shin Godzilla was so fucking good that was worth not getting Evangelion for. Yeah, no, I've I've heard people talking about it. I haven't seen it myself. Oh, watch Shin Godzilla, it's so good. I'm yeah. not even like a Godzilla fan, and I really liked it. It's real good. My my roommate is a huge Godzilla fan, and I think he's waiting for like the right moment for it. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh. Um, I'm just kind of looking at a list of like manga that have been delayed. 
it doesn't say specifically which ones, but Weekly Shonen Jump is being delayed. Oh, uh, Jump Square, Moe, Haneto, Yume. I have not heard of any of these. Just assume your favorite thing is being delayed. I'm pretty yeah. sure Jump is only, it's just going on a two-week rotation. Oh, is it? I, I thought it was. Honestly, okay. honestly, I'm wondering if some of these, um, if some of the shows this season are even going to finish. Yeah, I don't know. Is um, I think Kaguya and um, My Life as a Villainess are like done, and they're just you know, they're just ex- uh, releasing them weekly. But some of the other ones aren't done yet. Wow. So they're either having to work from home or just risking their lives or not making it. Yeah, and I mean, like, we're not like a news news podcast, but it sounds like the Japanese government response hasn't been super duper great. So it sounds like they're kind of delayed in um, getting those, getting like a good response to that. But again, don't want to comment on that too much because I don't follow the news that closely because it depresses me. That's Um, (laughs) and slightly better news that's related to anime and COVID. Um, Yoko Kano and the Seatbelts have put out a uh, new rendition of the Cowboy Bebop ending theme, Real Folk Blues, uh, for charity. They put it out on Bandcamp, and you can just kind of pay what you want to get it. And yeah, it has um, Yoko Kano and pretty much everyone else from like a lot of people from the Seatbelts. I don't have all their names recognized i see raj ramaya who's somebody me and ryan have met at a convention still have have his phone number nice i I still have this like special cd he gave me oh yeah i do too um yeah no uh just really cool nice guy just was a pleasure meeting him so yeah if you want that you can go to well, it would have been nice if they had a link to the band camp, but in the show notes, all the link to the story. So you can check it out on YouTube and buy the track on Bandcamp If you'd like all the proceeds from it, will be going to the CDC foundation, which is a good thing. Um, yeah. Don't really have much more to say on that. Just uh, something that's yeah. a little bit of a positive in a really, really, really shitty time right now. Yeah. It, um, it it kind of reminds me of when they did the um they got a bunch of celebrities to do a cover of um Sukiyaki when the um the tsunami hit uh the nu- the nuclear power plant. I'm forgetting the name of the place though. Fukushima? Fukushima, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, it's it's nice to see people trying, you know, doing something. Even if it's just making uh even if it's just, you know, filling the world with art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, not not too much more sad news here. I think we just only have one more story is uh, Rick May, voice actor known for Star Fox and doing Soldier in um, Team Fortress 2. He passed away earlier in April um, due to COVID-19 compilations. Yeah. I've been um, I've been big into TF2 for the past uh, couple of months. And it was really sudden and really sad. And um, I think the response of the community has been really good. There's been, I've seen dozens of tribute videos and um, people, when, when I first learned about it, people sort of stopped 
playing and stopped killing each other. And we all went to we all switched to soldier and started just emoting at each other just because we were we were sad. Mm-hmm. Um, they put it. Oh, uh, they oh, put a uh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, they put a statue into one of the maps that's uh, commemorating him. Um, uh, yeah, I'm looking at the article right here. They put it in High Tower. It looks like. Yeah, High Tower and Dust Bowl. Dust Bowl is one of my favorite maps too. Um, it came at the worst time as well because uh, during the same time, somebody leaked some of the code, and there was a. Uh, people were worried that it could. Uh, people could make hacks that injected code into your like system, so yeah, you could you could turn out out. from an old build. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they patched it recently, and people are starting to come back in. But it was about the worst worst possible time to have that happen. Um, but yeah, no. When um, it, it's it's nice to see them respect him. I guess respect his legacy. Yeah, no. It's a it's a very like nice sweet tribute for just yeah i don't know like i'm i'm having a hard time talking i'm just like fucking bummed about these bad situations so i'm gonna try to move on from the sad news here yeah Um, that's like the only news we got oh we have a few more um it's sounding like maybe possibly demon slayer might be ending in may it, That's really surprising to me. Yeah. Like the author hasn't said anything, but this news report says it's coming out from one of the manga editors at Norma editorial mm. that they're one of the people who licensed demon slayer. And it was from a live stream where a fan asked um, if she knew about the incoming climax. She said her team was aware of the ending and Editorial Norma editorials made aware that Demon Slayer would be ending this May. She went on to say they're aware of certain details surrounding the final stretch, um, but the licensor was informed of the manga ending. So, yeah, for fans of the Demon Slayer manga, that's going to be coming to a head. I'm not quite sure if one more anime season will get to the end of it. Hopefully, the anime does cover the rest of it because it seems. Yeah, short get an anime adaptation for the rest of it. Yeah, they they got one season and they got a movie movie coming. I'm Oh, do they? Yeah, I'm really shocked that they would have uh that they would have that happen. Um not that not, you know, not that I'm necessarily complaining if they have an ending in mind, but just like most people are used to those sorts of things going on for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um it might be due to um this is I guess, but it might be due to something happening with the initial author. Him, I don't know, him not wanting to uh, continue it. I don't know. Yeah. All um, I know is that I'm just glad it's not going to be strung out. Yeah, no, I, actually, I actually really respect it because mm-hmm. it's so good and it blew up in popularity. I was worried that the mm-hmm. publisher was going to Try yep. to force the manga to just keep it going. So yeah, that's that's what I was it has the integrity to actually end because the author has a vision and doesn't want to stretch it out. Yeah, I th- I'm th- this is a spoiler for the show, but at the end, um, th- this may shock you coming from a shonen manga, but uh, the main bad guy has several 
uh, you know, numbered generals that he's sending out <laughs> one at a time to fight the good guys. <laughs> and they've that. still got a. I've never seen a, that before. That's like no, I don't think it's ever been done. That's a very innovative concept. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they still got a good number of guys to go through. So um, I think that's really what's surprising to me the most, for the most part. Yeah. Um, so I like. I don't know how far the manga into the manga the anime gets, but it seems yeah. like they might be ramping things up then. Because yeah, maybe. Fairly I, didn't, short. I didn't think that the manga was actually that far ahead of the anime. Um, oh, all right. But evidently, I'm wrong. So, I, uh, yeah, because there's there's no way they would be ending it at the point that I thought it was. So, it, it yeah. yeah, especially mm. when it's like that popular. That's what that's what, that's what I meant earlier. Is that like with how much of a response you get? I thought I thought maybe the manga got scared or just wasn't mm. ready to handle that sort of scrutiny. Um, I mean, maybe. I really thought. I, I really hope their next project is good, though. Um, I know that tends to be... I, I know, like, second projects tend to be difficult for a lot of mangaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, um, hopefully whatever they work on next will be successful, because Demon Slayer, way, way better than I was expecting it to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, we kind of touched on that before. Um so, Ryan, it looks like you added a couple of news stories. I don't remember if we talked about these last time, but they were from, like, February. That's, that's why I added them, because I don't, I don't think we talked about either of them. Okay. Well, I guess we can just kind of touch on them real quick. Um, but I mean, you're act- these are from... Yeah. Corona, so, everything's yeah. ruined. Yeah, everything is ruined. Because you sent that to me, and I'm like, Heroes Rising, didn't that come out a while? Also, how is it topping the box office? Because there's fucking nothing <laughs> playing right now. But then I, exactly. the by- I looked at the byline and saw it was from February. Yeah, um, yeah so good on Boku no Hero Academia, Heroes Rising, topping U.S. box office chart back in February. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was a good movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so I'll have to watch it whenever it comes to like a streaming service. But it seems like these an- seems like anime movies. You don't miss a whole lot because it has to incorporate like a standalone story that doesn't affect the main storyline. Yeah, this was I, I I don't know where I got the information or I'm just completely pulling it out of my ass. But I recall it being pretty pretty canon in that like it was canon oh. and and what they did was horribly out of scope of the show and they had to fix it oh, by the end of the movie. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, okay. it's, it's real. Maybe, maybe it was just, I just had conjecture that if it was canon, it completely rewrites part of the show. And if it's not canon, it's just stupid because it completely would be out of place. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was weird. I assume I, neither of you have seen it. No, no. not yet. I will at yeah. some point. I'm not um, even like nearly caught up on that show. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, anime movies this is also back from february but just maybe worth mentioning since people are going to be bored at home and want things to watch if you've never seen made in abyss the compilation films are on high dive i haven't watched the movies but i watched the first season and it's 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 good it's kind of edgy and there's like a naked strung up lolly and that's a little uncomfortable but other than that it's very good it's Uh, so good i wasn't i wasn't really a fan uh but yeah, I, I I think it did definitely get better near the end once they introduced the rabbit. 
Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Very much so. It's so visceral, and it gets real, real dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really don't have any complaints about it. Would highly recommend, but I don't know if the movie cuts it out. But if you don't like seeing lollies and shibari, maybe like skip that part of the first episode. Wait. Oh, right. Oh, boy, okay. it's it's not great. I didn't know what a shibari I was. Talking about. Um, yeah, that's. <laughs> Wait, you guys really that. not want to know what Shibari is? No, I don't want well, know. I know now. I thought you were talking about the part with the arm. No, it's in like the first episode. Where, like, okay, yeah, not, no, I know like, what you're talking about. Be, like, she kind of, like, strung up naked. Hardcore. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I got sort of a weird vibe from that show with in terms of like lowly shit. Nah, it's great. It's so, like, I don't know. I, I, I really respect it for being so removed from cultural normative scenes. Like it doesn't, it doesn't bother with it. Like it, I same with all the visceralness that comes later. Like it is, it is is very, very gritty without being, without being coarse. If that makes any sense. I I think I get you. Um, like there's, there's like a little bit of edge to it, but it's not like, um, I can't think of like a really edgy show just for it's not it's no elfin lead. It's not right. It's not edge for the sake of like titillation. Yeah, no, yeah. It is so far from abrasive. Like it, 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 man, I was not expecting the emotions that I felt watching this shit or mm-hmm. reading it. Like it was also, so- soundtrack is just very good. Absolutely beautiful. Also worked on by Raj Ramaya and I own it on vinyl. And nice. it is a beautiful, like beautifully animated as well. Like it is mm. really, really good in every way. Like I, I have zero complaints about it. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it, you have no excuse. Watch the anime compilation movies if you want, or watch like the series. I haven't watched the movie, so I can't really say I was supposed to watch the movies when they got a theatrical release in April, but <laughs> yeah, I know that didn't happen. Yeah. Real mad. Yep, I was mad times 40. Wasn't there, um, weren't there like three movies or something? I think it was two. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, this article says two. This is the third one. Oh, there there was a third. Okay, that's about the same, like, time as the original. Yeah, yeah, and it's getting a, the third one is new content entirely that is a preamble into the second season, which is confirmed. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll try and stay optimistic for the second season. Oh God, it it's 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 gonna be so good. I'm really excited. Like all of the no, it's just a constant world building trip. Everything is new and different every single time, and the exposure and there's still so much mystery left in the manga, let alone in the anime. And it's done without building constant like twists. It's just. It's just building out this unique and diverse world that is just so good. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, can't recommend enough. Has made an abyss. Has the otaku fight night seal of approval. <laughs> it's pretty amazing when an you know an anime is good when we can all come to a consensus on it being good. I you shut your mouth. <laughs> Why? What's your fucking problem, Quigley? We were just... You didn't have any complaints until now. Okay, I mean, I can, I can complain about it. I said I, was, I said I wasn't a fan. Um, 
man, I have a few I have a few things that I didn't like about it. Um, I didn't like how it took like what three and a half episodes for them actually to get into the pit. Um, oh, world building. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I want to see like the the world building of the world that they're obviously going to be going in, not like the town and the like no, internal you politics. Like, you need like the setup of the town because odds are they're never coming back. So you got to get that foundation in of where like, they come from. Plus, there's the constant like tension of if I do return, this is what I'm returning to. And yeah. if I'm to do that, I'm going to undergo all of these crazy experiences that happen as a nature of the abyss. Like, and all of their friends that they expanded on, like the orphanage. Like, it's just like they created the character. Yeah. Yeah. I think if it was, I think if it took an episode and a half or maybe two episodes at the most, I wouldn't have as much of a problem with it. But it was a pretty substantial amount of time. I don't know. I mean, like, in terms of like how long, I don't remember. Was it one core? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like 25% is quite a bit. But when you think about it, like if you watch like a typical movie or something that takes like kind of the path of like the hero's journey, that setup is usually about a third. Yeah, it can be um, like, I don't know. Luke didn't leave Tatooine until like, what, 45 minutes into that movie? 30? <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, some, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's like a very kind of nitpicky thing. A bit, yeah. Um, I wasn't. I also wasn't a fan of like really any of the adult characters. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. But that's like it's so good though. That's what part of why it's so great. Like I, I, I sort of feel weird with the the like Loli and Shoda shit, where it's like really normalized within their society. Like in um, like in Monogatari, people like Shinobu because she she does the uwu face and shit, right? Also, she's she's actually a five hundred year old vampire. Yeah, like none, none of that should really matter. It's just that she does the thing, but it's like the um, her fucking um, uh, what's the what's the name of Shoda from Dragon Maid is like. No, no one cares. He's just yeah. Some guy. Those those bits from Dragon Maid were just the worst. <laughs> it's like, hey kid, want to SS the character? Yeah, like um, where it, it's clearly like it's clearly a joke. It's clearly like a thing that's being done in good humor. But um, the the vibe I get with uh Maiden Abyss is that like they are kids and. Like every adult seems to see see this sort of shit as normal. Like they're like kindly teacher who's supposed to be their mentor, and um, you know the, I mean they're all archaeologist looking guys, but the one that looks like has the glasses and he has the archaeologist hat and all that, and he's all nice and stuff. But then he just like grabs what's his name, Rem, the the robot Rick. kid, Red. What was Rick. it? R E G. Rick. Yeah, sorry. He just grabs Red's dick. Rick's dick. And he's just like, oh, look at this. Ah, it's fully functional. Yeah, because he's a robot. Yeah, no, it's... Isn't that weird to you? I mean, yeah. If it was a robot with a not fully functioning dick and just emulating one? I don't... Why? Why do that? That's weird. You can... You couldn't, you know, ask or you could make a scene (laughs) where it's part of a thing where he, like, falls in the mud and he has to take a bath and he's like, oh, that works too, huh? You know, just 
just without like violating his personal space, violating his privacy. Um, but I'm such it, a, I appreciate that so much like, more though because it, it breaks down the normal walls that. So a we don't have to experience the cliche of oh okay yeah, he's dirty up okay he's gotta get cleaned up okay thanks for like, being an adult figure okay he's a kid can't take care of himself but like, it adds the aspect that they're just children there, I, there's no humanity to them they're just a, they're vessels it's just nothing there's no thing to worry about oh yeah like I I don't disagree that it fits the narrative and just kind of shows how like shitty the adults are in this. Okay society but i'm not gonna fault somebody for finding it uncomfortable like yeah because i certainly i certainly do it like i get it but it does make me like a little uncomfortable at points which i guess maybe that's like the author's intention but i'm not gonna fault somebody for disliking it for that reason yeah that's that's sort of the vibe that i'm getting like if you think that that's part of like the um the like genuine world building and it's something that's going to become up that's going to come up as like a story segment of uh you know in, in the future that's you know perfectly reasonable but um yeah my interpretation was that it was like it was this soft dystopia where you know everything is kind of terrible and no one's really calling attention to it or making any sort of social commentary on it and everyone just has it completely normalized as far as what their, um, you know, what their society, what their ideal life would look like. And um, I didn't have faith that the author was going to make that a part of the thing. Like, if if they come back from the giant pit and they start a revolution where they have, you know, where they make a CPS. Um, no, no and, but, but at the risk of spoilers... It is one hundred percent the inverse of that. Yeah, no, I know the um, like Isaac Clark looking guy yeah. has his like child slaves or whatever. Yeah. Rick, it's so it gets so fucked. It's yeah, um, yeah. I don't I don't hate it or anything. I'm, but yeah, I I, I think most I think mostly it's just me not really being sold. Um, yeah, I like the ending. I guess I liked the rabbit, and I think it, I think their I think their dynamic will work more with that with another character to like bounce stuff off of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we've come to way too reasonable conclusions on this. We're being we're being far too logical here. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. No, uh, that's fine. Like I'm I'm personally okay with like being a bit more mellow because like being i'm not i don't want to be combative just for the sake of it like so if we can come to like an understandment i'm understanding i'm not gonna like try to like press the issue for the sake of drama yeah because 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 to be fair i do like some edgy shows um i and i i typically don't i kind of just hate edge for the sake of it which is i.e dead man wonderland and like elfin lead yeah, it's uh Yeah, no. Some of when they try too hard it gets kind of goofy and like dumb. But yeah, um I do I do have faith that this the um the second season will be will probably be good at least. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how much content they're like. I'm worried of it getting drawn out again, just as stated a few times so far of how if something is popular, they stretch the content and milk it. But the manga, there's a lot more of the manga, but it doesn't really progress that fast. But at the same time, it's still content rich. Like it's just a lot of exposition and, I don't. I'm worried that it will get re- boring in the second season, or mm. they'll just go so fast and charge through it that there's not going to be anything left because it, it gets released so slowly. Oh, uh, yeah. I just like looked at the wiki page for this. It's been ongoing since 2012, but there's only eight volumes and 52 uh, chapters. Oh, huh. Oh dear. They, yep. they get ahead of the manga. They start making stuff up. I'd be so oh yeah, and then in like ten years we're gonna get made into this brotherhood. Oh no, <laughs> that would be pretty great. Remade in abyss. Okay, come on. Oh goddammit. Uh, made in abyss 1.0. You cannot descend. Uh, you cannot ascend because that's what they can't do because they'll die. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. All right. Well, um. That about wraps it up for news. We just want to answer a couple quick emails and get out of here. Sounds Gucci. Oh, also while I'm pulling up emails, I forgot to mention during my week, me and Vicky still watching Hunter Hunter. Um, if she was going to be on, we were going to talk a bit more about that. I just kind of want to give my impressions of the Chimera Ant arc really quick because I think we're kind of like heading towards the end of it. We're at sort of at the all the warriors moment. I don't maybe it's just because people have been hyping it up, but I'm just like, where's the suffering? I came here for the suffering. And I haven't really had it yet. I don't. I don't know if I was. Who? Who? Where did you? Where did you get that from? Uh, everybody on the internet is like, "Oh man, wait to get to the Chimera Anarch. It's going to be so depressing, and you're going to cry." And I'm like, "Oh god, oh, I'm just annoyed right now because fucking nothing is happening." I I haven't watched Hunter Hunter, but my roommate has. I think. Um, I think the Chimera. It was either the Chimera Ant Arc or the one after it where he got mad at it. But I... yeah, the one after the Chimera Ant Arc is like the election arc, and that one's pretty short. The Chimera mm-hmm. Ant Arc is basically the end of like the anime. Okay. At least from my understanding. Um, yeah, so just want to get that out there. Probably when Vicky's on next, we'll have seen a few more episodes and we can talk about it a bit more. And maybe if we finished it, do like a mini spoiler cast. Um, but yeah, moving on to emails really quick, just to there's there's not really any new ones, but there's some unanswered questions from an old email. Um, okay. If you want to ask yeah. us a question, uh, you can either tweet at us at Otaku Fight Night or the best way just so I have it archived would be to send us an email at Otaku Fight Night at Gmail dot com. That's Otaku Fight Night at Gmail dot com. And I got a couple questions from uh, Devin, who we read a couple last time, but there were still a few more that we could mine for content. Um, he's got one question saying, what recent anime exceeded your expectations? Recent can be previous season or so. It's relative on purpose. Hmm. I need to take a look at my pal here real quick. So, I thought that was Kimetsu no Yaiba. Uh, yeah, Kimetsu no Yaiba. That's, that's from last year, but that definitely exceeded my expectations. Trying to think if there was anything from like last season or the one before that. That 
kind of just made me go, oh, wow, I was not expecting that to be so good. Um, I hadn't finished it, but ID Invaded started off very strong, and I would like to finish that at some point. Because mm-hmm. I read the premise, I'm like, oh, this is just going to be psychopaths, but not as good. But no, it, it, it kind of went different places. It's like Detective Man goes into like a simulation of somebody's brain of like their id and they try to like hang it like they go into that simulation of this person's mind to like figure out how they did a crime okay yeah i've only watched like maybe a few episodes but definitely worth watching if you kind of like shows like psychopaths um everything else though that's been like the last couple seasons has either met my expectations or fallen very far short. We should have an argue cast about psychopaths at some point. I would have to rewatch it, but yeah, I would be okay with that. Yeah. Um, Let me see. Uh, As far as recent for me, I would say Nekopara, where I thought it was going to be completely garbage, but then it turned out to be only kind of mostly garbage. I mean... The thing about shows like Nekopara is like they typically know what they're about and they're not going to yeah. try to like present themselves in a way that they're not. Yeah, let me find a better example. Um, oh, um, Assassin's Pride from fall 2019. What the fuck is that? It is a um, budget anime romance based off of a light novel. It doesn't look very good. I have no idea how little that narrows it down. Yeah, no. It is about as much of a, like, shovelware show that you could imagine. It is about a girl in a magic high school who gets a tutor who is, like, the best guy ever and also a vampire. And they fall in love. And from that premise, you think, okay, this is just, like, every single other thing you could, you know, you could think of. But it's it's actually pretty good. Um, I really liked it. Um, the main characters actually have chemistry. Um, the, the, their budget clearly isn't... They clearly don't have, you know, a, like, AAA anime budget. But they, I, I think they make really good use of what, um, you know, what animation they have. They make... They actually use, like directorial like tricks and camera placement and shit to make the to make the fights dynamic um all of the you know all of the different like caddy high school girls have different like uh personalities and different like roles within the friend group um you know some some characters are like start off as enemies and then become like slowly grow to become friends over the course of the show and are like that for the rest of the show so it, it you know it's got real levels of like character growth and stuff. I'm, I was just really impressed by it. Hmm. Interesting. All right. I mean, like, I'm sure once seasonal anime stops happening, I'll have plenty of time to catch up on my backlog. Um, God, I hope that actually isn't going to be a thing. Me oh, no. Mostly because I don't want to go through my backlog. Uh, there was also um Doctor Stone. So good. Which- yeah, no, I, I wasn't a fan of it for the first like five or six episodes. But once like once they get into the village and Chrome is there and the two like village guards and 
Um, all of the rest of them, it's suddenly great. Uh, so I guess that's another one. All right. So, was oh sorry. No, no, uh, I, was, I was just done. Okay. Um, was there anything like recently that's exceeded your expectations, Ryan? Other than Doctor Stone? I mean, recent being not uh, in terms previous of seasons, just kind of yeah, yeah, not being in terms of chronological, but being in terms of intake. Mm-hmm. Um, the high score girl. From, Ooh, like, I from, keep like, hearing really good things about that. Yeah, like, no, two, um, like a year and a half ago is when I took it the first season in and then read the manga, and I absolutely was not expecting to lose my shit over it. But oh, oh yeah, my no. god, it is a love letter to everything that I've ever respected about anything, and cried my eyes out. And the second season is just beautiful. It's just so good. Ten out of ten. Yeah, no, completely. Um. The I, I the first episode was not was Super cringe. Yeah, no, it was did not the first episode, just be warned, does not do justice to the rest of the show. Nope. At first they lost me, but then they had me. They could mm-hmm. make you know they can make a grown man cry over, you know, a ten year old kid giving it giving another giving another kid a ring pop, you know? Yep. Hmm. Alright. So fucking good. I will add that to my list because I'm sure I'm going to end up dropping like half the things I'm watching this season and that'll free up some time. Um, yeah. There's a couple more questions in that email, but I will save them for another time just because we don't have a lot of emails waiting right now. And I'm also getting hungry and kind of want to just wrap things up. Was there anything you guys wanted to plug before we shipped off? Um, I don't think That's so. Cool. All right. Right on. Um, Well, hopefully we can get back into a rhythm of doing this pretty regularly. I've gotten the editing thing down, so I can probably churn out editing in a couple days now rather than months. Um, Yeah. So hopefully we'll be we'll we'll be a bit more active going on in the future. Um, Until next time, stay safe. Uh, Yada, yada, yada. Uh, Ding, ding. Smooches.